It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. It's NFL playoff time and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. And when you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting and combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay and try out same game parlay plus. And FanDuel is now live in Ohio, so use promo code JNJ, that's J-A-N-D-J, and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Thursday, January 26th, and as always, Jenkins and Jones is coming to you live on the Amazon AMP app, 7 a.m., 10 a.m. every Monday and Thursday, and up on all the other platforms after that. Jenkins and Jones, hosted by my my brothers in arms. I don't know what we're... <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Please, I, I don't know what we're. I don't know what we're in arms against, but it, I don't know. Maybe we're in. Is arms. this sponsored by the army, nigga? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a very military opening. My brothers in arms, <laughs> lions over sheep. You gotta, you gotta do the the, the, the handshake when y'all grip each other's forearms. If you right, call, right. If you call someone your brother in arms. <laughs> right, right. You lock up, nigga. You don't dap up. You feel me? Uh, Dragonfly Jones, aka Tyler. Well, hey, everybody. Everybody have a good Jethro Jenkins, aka John. What's up, Bubba's? I'm Gardy B, aka Mike. Motherfucking and fucking Mike. You guys heard me. Fucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about sports. 
Sports ball. The sports. Sports. Night. Sports time. Um, got great news the other day. I think this is something that everyone wanted to see in the NBA, but the all-star team draft will be televised live on TNT shortly before the game happens. So we will actually get to see the team captains pick the team. We'll get to see the live reactions of the guys teaming up with people that they don't want to team up with, whoever ends up getting picked at the very end of it, which I know everyone is very uh, pervertedly excited to see. (laughs) (laughs) But I I feel like when they switched to this all-star format, this is what everyone wanted, right? You wanted that fourth grade elementary school playground feel of the best players in the world just lining up and choosing each other to make a team. Yes. It's going to be very playground. It's going to be very gym class. I'm very much looking forward to it. I always look forward to who's the last guy picked. Like, we had a fucking oh, incredible moment with, with KD and Braun when, when, when Harden was on the table last. And, you know, that was right around the, the, the time Harden fell out with the Nets and shit. So, hopefully we get something that awkward this uh, year, too. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, the best part by far is who's the last player. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The last player is the 24th best player in the NBA, but they might as well be the worst player in the world at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, the entire world is going to see them pick last. It's very interesting, but this might be one of the best or first really good new ideas the NBA has had in a little minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love this. I love this, man. It's it's, it's fun as hell. Yeah, it it is like, you're so right, because anyone who's in the NBA All-Star game is a, like, top .001% human being on the planet. Like Human, not just basketball player, right. You you said it right, human, you know what I mean? To be in that, I I mean, you think of all of the people playing basketball on Earth on that day. You know what I mean? You are in the very top, top, top slice. But in any group of people, if you're lining everyone up and you are getting picked last... (laughs) Rudy got picked last one year, right? Like, I remember that, bro. Charlie Brown bro. ass nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real, bro. We, we, need the is- uh, we, we, we need the Everybody Hates Chris mu- uh, music that would, like, you know, go to break. Everybody hates Chris. <laughs> we need an Everybody Hates Rudy <laughs> jangle. <laughs> for for Rudy, sure, for man. sure. I know there was some tears splashing on the escargot that night, man. <laughs> fucking, you know he took that shit hard. <laughs> Oh, bro, he takes everything personally. <laughs> Mr. Don't talk about my family. <laughs> my brother in arms are ready to mount. <laughs> but they go bare name. Oh, shit. Uh, my family name right. out your uh, mouth. There, there was something else that came up in the last couple of days that I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you guys saw uh, Worldwide Wob's tweet about the kid who went to the Heat game with the sign that was like, I traveled 2,000 miles to see Jimmy Butler play. And then TNT actually got footage of someone coming and telling the kid, hey, uh, Jimmy's not going to be playing today, and he's completely healthy, but he's just taking the day off. <laughs> like this little kid. It was the, it was the Lisa and Ralph uh, moment from The Simpsons. Yeah, it was like, you could see the moment. See the moment when his heart breaks, right? <laughs> And, um, you know, this has become kind of a a topic lately, and I'm I'm at risk of sounding like an old white guy for three straight episodes, but I do think that there's a point to this. (laughs) I do think that there's a point to this, because I understand the science of why they're resting guys. I think there are people who've actually kind of challenged that idea that, you know, that, that it's sort of difficult to find 
you know, it's a small sample size, but it's difficult to really build a, a, a factual rationale around X amount of rest equals X percent less injuries or something like that. But, um, you know, I, I mentioned us taking Vinny to that Lakers game. I told y'all I was stressed for two weeks leading up to that game. I mean, every single game I was just like, everyone's healthy, right? No one's getting hurt. No one's turning an ankle. And then on top of that, now Braun has, I think, very similar to what Kobe had. Um, and it's interesting because for some reason, I think Braun gets put in with this load management group, but he's really not one of those dudes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Kobe always said, I try and play every game I can get on the floor because I know that there's people there to see me. There's some little kid where that's his first basketball game and he came to see Kobe Bryant. I don't want to let those kids down. That really is more so than a competitive regular season. That is what fuels the NBA, right? It's 10-year-old kids loving a player, falling in love with that player, buying his shoes, watching him on TV, going to see him when he's in town, stuff like that. So do you guys think that this is an issue that's going to need to be addressed in the CBA? I heard Charles Barkley sounding very old white man saying, I can't wait till the owners put their foot in the players union's Jeez. ass over this load management shit. How do y'all feel work. about this? Um, I, th I think that, you know, if this is of, of the, the NBA is a very unique league in this, you know, scenario for a number of reasons. For one, it's 82 games, right? And the NBA is a league that banks on the, the youth, the kids, more than perhaps any other uh, sports league, right? Like the NFL doesn't really give a shit about kids. You know, the NFL is like, you know, the 40-year-old guy, you know, that's that's who they're going after. That's their fan base. That's the, the, the people putting the money in the pocket. The NBA has a very, you know, forward-thinking, and, and, and it's not like they're off-base here. Yes, kids are, you know, the, the, the foundation of your fan base. They're the ones who are going to grow up and, and, you know, put, you know, more money into the league and such. So I get, you know, players wanting to, you know, low manage and, and you know, kind of, you know, preserve their bodies, especially guys who are kind of up there in the years. You know, Jimmy's been shit about, what, 12 years now in the league. And, and I get that. But 2,000 miles, though, God damn. Like, like, you know, I feel for that kid in that moment, man. And I honestly have to have no answer here. You know, I think that, you know, right. it, it sucks that it is, you know, a roll of the dice, you know, for, for you know, everyday working people who are spending, you know, their hard-earned money to come out here and see these. But I also think that, you know, these athletes have, you know, they, they have an obligation to themselves to take care of themselves. So, Yeah, I feel like I get both sides. You know what I'm saying? I get the, the white man take and the not white man take. You know what I mean? <laughs> Both Republicans and Democrats are making good points Reaching here. You know what I'm saying? Here. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I feel I, I feel for that kid. And I understand that, you know, like not only would that, that kid who's come here at 10 fall in love with that player, you know what I'm saying, buy the jerseys, that kid will be a fan of that player for the next 60 years, you know what I'm saying? Like, football, you're saying it's kind of different. Like, I know people that were fans of football because their parents were. They really didn't get the game to, like, high school or, you know what I'm saying, unless they were playing it, you right. know what I'm saying? But just as a fan, you don't really even understand the game as much until you get older. So I do understand that. I hate it for that kid. But I also understand that, like, these players, like you said, have an obligation to themselves. Like, 82 games is a lot of fucking games, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of basketball. I mean, an option is for the NBA to shorten the amount of games to allow to 72, maybe allow players to, you know, play less games, maybe in a, a higher 60s or something, play less games. And everybody knows that, the, that they're playing and the kids can understand that and not miss up their player and stuff like that. But also that's less money for the NBA, you know, and the owners, you know, with less games, less advertising dollars, things like that. So, I mean, I, I, it's a, it's. I mean, it's, I guess it's up to the NBA to make those decisions. I don't think it's forcing players to play 
you know what I'm saying, that, you know, are not feeling like they should. I mean, they should be listening to their bodies. If they may not have energy, but that you can, you can still feel when shit ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, so and, and yeah. it is an, it is an interesting proposition because um, I don't know I, I don't know that I agree with Chuck that that is going to be a foot in the ass the way he might expect it to be. The teams are the teams are okay with players resting. The teams want the players to rest to be healthy for the playoffs. So I, right. I, the tension is really between the teams and the league which is not usually a foot in the ass situation because the teams are the ones who make up the league. You know what I mean? Right, so right. I, yeah, I'll, I'll be curious about that, but I think t- Tyler, you nailed it. Like everybody's right. You know, like <laughs> you want the kids to go and look up to the, like that's what the league is based on. But also you want the players, like they don't just have a responsibility themselves. They probably feel they have a responsibility to their teams to be healthy at the right time of the season. And we all know with all due respect to my kid or this kid's experiences, January basketball is not the right time to be healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you ask me as a Lakers fan, do I want AD healthy now or in the playoffs? That's a really easy fucking choice, obviously, you know? Yeah. Uh, if but you're twelfth in the in the East or eleventh or some shit, and you're resting, motherfuckers, oh, that's a problem, <laughs> bro. <laughs> there's no playoffs for you. You have, you only have eighty two games. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there's a the next you know, season play. and the next season, right? I mean, I, I it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. We talk about the crazy things. <clears throat> Bron obviously gets a lot of attention, but we've discussed like Chris Paul. It's crazy how he was able to extend his run over the last couple of years, like. Guys are taking care of their bodies differently. We understand the body very differently than when the NBA set it at 82 games. I think the players have a lot more power and control over some things than they used to. Um, And so I I will be curious to see how that evolves because this is a uniquely NBA challenge. In the NFL, maybe some kid's excited to go see Tom Brady or something, but by and large, if you take your kid to – if you're a Cowboys fan and you take your kid to a Cowboys game, he's excited to see the Cowboys. He's not like – wow, I can see Dak Prescott in person from half a mile away in the stands, right? (laughs) But when you go to a basketball game, that's why we went to the Grizzlies game, to see Ja. No one gives a fuck about the Grizzlies, respectfully. I know there's Memphis fans, but by and large, it's it's an individual-based fandom. In baseball, there's so much variance from day to day that no one's like, I'm going to go see this pitcher you know he's pitching once a week. So you're looking up when that's going to be or whatever, but you expect there to be some changes and stuff. The NBA, it's, it, it is just a unique thing, I feel like, to the league. So I'll, I'll, be, I'll be curious. I, there's no doubt it's going to be a topic. Um, so I guess we'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about it. But I mean, if you're going I, I, to I, a football game and Tom Brady's not playing, though, and you... <laughs> I, I would say, but that that's like hurt. maybe one of but, the like very few yeah, but guys. I, yeah, you very, know? but there's very few guys that, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, your point is your point. It makes sense. I'm just saying. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's very different for the NBA. Like, I don't think people are following players. Like, I follow Bron. You know what I'm saying? Wherever Bron goes, that's where my fandom goes. You know what I mean? I don't know if they even have, I don't know if that happens in football. I don't know if anybody that does that in football. There's because, not a lot know, of Aaron Rodgers fans. Like you're not, yeah, you're yeah. not seeing anyone on Twitter. Like, just tell me where we're going. Right. Right. <laughs> it's none of that. It's none of that in football or any, really any other sport. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Nah, fo- like, it's fo- particularly fo- yeah. not even baseball. Football, football is yeah. tribal. You're either like, you know, yeah. in love with the local team or you're in love with the the, the team your dad loved or, you yeah. know, you, you're, you're in love with the team that has a nationwide following like the Cowboys or the Packers or what have you. Football is way too tribal for that. But I, I'm just I'm just curious how, how they baseball would baseball might be, too. I think baseball, it's particularly basketball. You know, baseball. I, mean? I feel like baseball is local. I feel like you don't really find baseball fans who didn't grow up without a team in their market that they grew up in. I mean, I think, I, I, yeah, I know. I know people. I, I know people like 
I know people in Indiana are like Cardinals fans. It's weird mm-hmm. like that, you know what I'm Just saying? And like, like the whole South the... is Atlanta Braves fans, you know what I'm saying? So. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you're not following a player. You're not following a player. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm just curious how they would even regulate this if it's like kind of putting the books. Like, how are you going to tell a guy, nope, you can't listen to your body today. You have to play. Like, like I don't know how that even works. And again, by the CBS, I mean they'd have to be telling the team, and the team is gonna like you're telling the team because again. I mean, let's be honest. The teams think I'm sure that there's a human element, but realistically, the teams think of these players as assets. And so you're telling me I have an asset that's worth X amount of dollars as a buy. So take the Celtics and Jason Tatum because this came up with him last week, right? They want Jason Tatum to be a, a Celtics legend for a decade plus. So the NBA is telling the Celtics risk that, do something that you know their medical staff or their player feels is a risk to him for a regular season Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night game. I don't They're I like, don't fuck see, the kids, I don't see bro. And they should be, right? Like, and that, yeah, that's, 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 what degree, that's what makes it such an interesting Yeah, that's what makes it such an interesting dilemma. But to Tyler's point, yeah, like what would you put on the books that the Celtics wouldn't just take illegal. the fine? And, it would well, be and, and, Ill- right, right. Yeah, or you It'd take the illegal. fine or whatever the punishment that you're like, okay, cool. Well, the most important thing to us, obviously for anyone who's played basketball, is that Jason Tatum's is healthy and productive as he could be for the longest period of time you got one yeah. of those guys that's the whole game in the nba so but, teams aren't going to put up with the league telling them for the sake of anything endanger those guys i don't see that happening and there you can't tell a player to play when they don't you know like you can't like if, if anything you should have ownership of your fucking body you know what i'm saying like no matter you know what industry you're in you know even if you know so like even as an athlete you own your body you should be able to say i can't go tonight you know what I mean? So I, there should there, I don't I don't think that legally you can find somebody for saying that. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it's it's just it's just, I don't know I don't I don't think you can make that work. Does well, that be, sound like that's legal? If it's legal, it shouldn't be. You can't <laughs> you know legally I mean? for you. I mean, they're not going to put a gun to someone's head. <laughs> not a gun. I'm saying like I'm going to go play. You, you got to go like, play the Pacers yeah, tonight. Yeah, like <laughs> dog. I mean, shit. Even yeah. Right, All right. Gotta, we need you to play them Pacers tonight. Little Jethro's out there waiting to see you play, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, me. Anyway. Um, all right, let's talk about the Lakers made a trade uh, since our last show. Um, Rui Hachimura. Very excited uh, for all the Lakers fans out there, like my wife, who are black and Japanese. This is a huge deal. I found two other ones, and they're both friends of hers that are Lakers fans <laughs> who are black and Japanese. So, uh, shout out to the Blazian Laker fans. Uh, a shout out to Rui. You know, sometimes you hear you see people on Twitter bitch about like, why does everyone talk about these three or four teams? Rui Hachimura trended for two straight days on Twitter. Find me a player of that caliber that is going to trend on Twitter for two straight days right. signing with anyone other than the Lakers or the Celtics. It's not going to fucking happen. It is yeah. not going to fucking happen. But what do you guys think of this trade? Um, you know, what do you think of Rui? How much better does this make the Lakers? All that good stuff. Um, Before I get into that, going to your point, did you see the quote that um, um, Demonte Sabonis dropped about that? He was mm-hmm. talking about how when, when they were at Gonzaga, 
and they were in the final four and they were at Staples, they said Rui, Rui told, he said Rui told him, bro, this feels like home. This is where I need to be. Like, and this was back when they were at Gonzaga. So, so yeah, going wow. to your point, man. Like, Hold like on, let bro. me so, let me go back and snort that audio. <laughs> <laughs> that is delicious, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, I, I, I love the move I love the move because I think that the Wizards were probably in a spot where they don't want to pay the guy he's he's up to be a restricted uh, restricted free agent this summer um, and I think that you know he's 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 going to get a bag he's going to get a bag that you'll probably say I don't know if he's worth that and the Wiz probably didn't want to pay that um, I think the Lakers are hoping that he'll probably take the you know living in LA being a Laker discount on that so they can get him for the cheap too so I think that you know both teams are willing to pull the trigger on that I think that he's going to be a great addition here um, what I love most about it is it shows that maybe Rob and, and Jeannie are not punting the season that maybe they're going to make some more shit shake here like that's the biggest takeaway here for me I wasn't super moved. Uh, I think he's a good player. I think, you know, I think he's a good shooter. He's going to be a good defender, you know, big defender too as well. So, um, I, I mean, that's – I mean, obviously we need shooting. You know what I'm saying? I think he's – I was listening to some about it where they said he's proven to be a good corner shooter too. So, you need that with Bron. You feel me? Uh, but, like, he yeah, shoot, he just, shoot, he shoots. He's shooting 41% on catch and shoot threes. I think his actual season percentage is like 30%. But catch yeah. and shoot butt naked threes, he's forty one percent, which is higher but, than anyone on the Lakers bro, in that category. Yeah. And that's all you get playing with Braun. Yeah. So Yes, that's basically every time we talk about, you know, who we need about Braun, it's who can cash out on the driving kit. Right? Like that's right, what right, it all right, boils right, down right, to. Right, and this right, is the guy right, who can right. do that. And so like I I I I dig that. But I mean, like, it's not gonna make Braun play less. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna help us in the ways that are go like people are like I, I we saw the tweet where that dude was like the Lakers have became a legit championship team, bro. No, come on, let's, We're let's not, relax. not even close. I don't, I don't even think it really moves us much in the standings. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so I, I don't, I don't know if it makes us a better team in the fact that we will, we're still a play-in team. Um, so like, I, they, 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 then he makes some real moves, and I don't think they're really gonna make it. I think this made me feel like they're not gonna make the big moves into the offseason. I feel like this season is punted. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they're making this is a good step for next year when they get a when they get 47 million off the books in Wet Rusbrook and yeah. they can get like maybe a a a, a, a you know um uh was it Turner from uh um Miles Turner. What's it? Miles Turner, you know what I'm saying? From the Pacers or something like that, you know what I mean? Like we have opportunities to do that, you know what I mean? But I think this is a setup for next year. I don't think this is a move for this year, you know what so I mean? So they they did say when they traded the the expectation is that they will extend him. Uh, you know, uh, off of what Tyler said. And I would assume that some non-colluding conversations have been had around that. I'm sure they're aware. I'm sure they're more aware than I was of the quote of him saying it feels like home. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I get it, man. I, I You know, it, it, this is, you grew up in Japan. You, the cuisine in LA is going to be better for you probably than anywhere other than maybe Seattle. You know what I mean? In, in, a, in, in America, it's going to feel a lot more like home for him. But, um, I will say there was an interview um, on The Athletic with Rob Palenka that was very disturbing, uh, more along the lines of what John said. I spent the day that the trade broke thinking what Tyler was thinking. The best news here is that they're signaling they're willing to actually fucking do their job and try and build a contending team. But what Palenka said to the reporters was, if there is a move that will make us a front runner, there is no asset that we would hang on to. Right. He, like, we'll do anything. But he didn't say contender. He said front runner. And so I think the fear among Lakers fans has been 
this dude is only coming off those first round picks for a max type player. And to me, he's kind of solidifying that because I don't think anyone feels like adding the guys they could get this season for those first round picks would make them the front runner. It would make them a contender. And as a Lakers fan, someone pointed this out. I mean, we a couple nights ago, we lost the Clippers for the 10th time in a fucking row, bro. We, we missed the playoffs seven of the last nine years. No matter the who's Los Angeles playing Lakers. too. No matter yes. who's playing, the t- you know what I'm saying? Y'all still lose to the Clippers. It's crazy. So contend. Get to the Western Conference. For, you know what I mean? Like to me, take this, take the incremental step. The other point people have made that's very correct is you cannot, I mean, the guy's an alien, but if you're assuming anything about next year for LeBron, you're nuts. Like, like I mean, you see how he's playing right now. Use this window right now. And, and dude, we're, it, it, dude, we've seen how plant, what happens when we play LeBron like this. Just two years ago, he had one leg in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are saying, like, we shouldn't talk about Braun and time because you see what he's doing. Nigga, we've seen time, nigga. It's just different with Braun. It still could be to get you a, a healthy Braun will give you 40, but that, but, but there's no guarantee he's going to be healthy. Right. You know, before, the Braun that would turn his ankle, tighten his fucking shoe up, and drop 20 in the fucking quarter is gone. You know what I'm saying? Braun turns his ankle and is out for three fucking games. You know what I'm saying? That's the Braun we have now. He'll be back and he'll heal and he'll give you and he'll be back to dropping 30 a game. You know what I'm saying? But we, we can't, we cannot guarantee the health of Braun. Let's quit acting like he's not human. You know what I'm saying? We've seen it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not looking in the rim when he's dunking anymore. He's a 40 year old that's looking at it, which is crazy. But we've seen the, the fall, bro. And usually when this shit happens, when it really happens, it happens quick. And I and I'm not and I I hope it has I hope it doesn't you know what I'm saying with Bron, but bro let, like you said if you're waiting for hey let's let's wait on next year for a 38 year old yes it's LeBron James he's gonna turn 39 next 38, year he'll be a, you know <laughs> nigga you we talking about a 40 year old man nigga <laughs> that is 3,000 years old he is T Rex to you know what I'm saying in NBA years dog the nigga you know what I'm saying he's Jurassic my nigga. You yeah. feel me? Like, dog, come on, G. Like, it's crazy. Ancient. It's wild. It's wild. So, yes, I hope I like the move. I think it's a good move. I think the team is better. Not better in a way that gets them out of the play-in. And not better in the way they need to be for Bron to be able to play the type of minutes he did needs to he should could have in the in, should in the in the in the regular season to be the player he needs to be in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. All right. Have y'all so seen- my dick wasn't as hard as it should have been, bro, basically. <laughs> I had sex, but I did not. You know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. I had to pretend. <laughs> All right. Um, have y'all seen the, uh, the, the clips of this uh, professional slapping league? Have y'all seen these on Twitter? It's just dudes yeah, slapping but- each other, knocking each other up. I understand this is the uh, root of like a lot of like combat sports and stuff. It's just like who's stronger, who hits harder, who could take the most punishment. But am I am I a am I a massive pussy for thinking there's not enough like frosting on the cake here? It's not you know what I mean. Like you need a little something more than just two dudes standing there walloping each other in the side of the face for me. I saw somebody those died. And I was like, what the fuck are these people doing? Bro, bro somebody died in that from that shit, dog. For real? Two years ago, a play, I think it was, no, a year ago, 
uh, they were they were i think this was in russia it just feels like a russian thing <laughs> you know what i mean i think it i think it i think this one was in russia but a, a guy died a, he's a behemoth of a human that went against another behemoth and he was just you know he took too many hits to the head and he i think collapsed after the match and he died bro this shit is not this shit is fucked up bro there's nothing yeah. good about that, bro. Yeah, look, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm someone who who laughed my ass off at the viral clips that used to circulate a few years ago yeah. with that shit. Um, but once I saw homie get knocked out and 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 throw up the motherfucking you know concussion arm, get I was locked like, okay. up. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it might be a wrap with this. You know, grand yeah. opening, grand closing here. Yeah, man, that rigor mortis, fucking, you know, what I'm saying yeah. concussion shit. That's scary, bro. No, I, I don't really fuck with him. Right, yeah. like I, I, that's hard enough to take when people are playing football, but at least they're playing football. They're not just right. making eye contact with a dude who's hitting him in the face. There's other it's objectives. It's not the Oklahoma drill over and right. over and over. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But like, even with the Oklahoma drill, there's like an objective, right? Like you're playing football. It's like you're trying to score a touchdown. You're trying to stop someone. You're not just trying to bash the side of someone's face in. <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> we could literally do anything. I, I'm sorry. I sometimes like we, we could literally do anything. You could get on a boat and sail around the circumference of the world, and you're standing there slapping Duh, someone duh. and get a slap, bro. The funniest shit about it to me is they powder their faces up, and I'm like. You right. are powdering your face up so you can get a clean shot landed. I was like, when in sports do you ever prepare yourself to give the opponent the, the advantage? In I have boxing, never seen you, shit like that. you use Vaseline, right. dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, in another professional punch sport, you use the opposite of powder, yeah. dog. I don't want right. you to. Not I don't it, want dog. your grip to slip as you're uh, on my hopes and dreams. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page about that. Um... Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We are able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we were really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop, Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The NFL Conference Championships are this Sunday, and you can enjoy more thrills than a two-minute drill on FanDuel. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account because they're giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means you'll get bonus bets back if your conference championship same-game parlay doesn't hit. Bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to which player will score a touchdown. Or if you can't decide, you can ride with thousands of other fans and bet popular SGPs already made for you. My favorite bets this weekend, I do think the Kansas City Chiefs are getting to the Super Bowl, so I would definitely take them to win. I'm a big Niners fan, and I will stay very far away from that Niners-Eagles game because I have got what I would determine uh, describe as a high level of anxiety about that game. But I do think the Chiefs are going to win, so I guess that would be my favorite bet for the weekend. New to FanDuel? Sign up with promo code JNJ, that's J-A-N-D-J, to see for yourself why it's America's number one sportsbook. And if you already have FanDuel, you can start building your no-sweat same-game parlay today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states, three-plus legs, minimum $1 bet required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. I have a question for you guys. How many times, how many, you may have seen me tweet about this because this blew my fucking mind. How many Earths do you think you could fit into the sun? Wow, you about to blow my shit, nigga. Um, 1.3 billion. The sun is astronomically huge, bro. I don't think billion. I do. <laughs> the sun is big as fuck, yeah, and yeah, Earth, is, yeah, Earth yeah. is little as hell on the grand scheme of like planets, bro. Yeah, for sure. Billion is wild, though. Maybe like 900,000? The answer is 
million. Million? Not oh, million. okay. Damn, but I that's great. Right? That's great. I almost, I was going to stand up and fucking throw my microphone across the room if you guess 1.3 billion <laughs> correct. But but 1.3 billion, I mean, yeah, but is that not fucking crazy? Because when you think of it in your head, I don't know, for me, like, I, if I sat and thought about it like you just did, I'd probably come up with a big number. But in your head, you feel like the sun's like twice as big as Earth or something, right? I mean, like, how far, how far... The the sun the light we get from the moon is really the sun reflecting off the moon, right? Yes. Right. The and moon is fa- actually dark how- pitch black, bro. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so how far is the um is Pluto? You know what I mean? And so like for that to still have the gravitational pull to keep to keep something within orbit that far away, it would have to be you know what I'm well, saying? Well, that, that's why the that whole thing size, about, right? about Pluto not being a planet is that there's like hundreds of other ice asteroids that I are. Don't, su- I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't subscribe to that. <laughs> They've gone back and forth like three times about that shit, dog. I'm, no, it's it very, is it is, it's very conclusive it's, it's that it's ice. not a planet. I, I don't fuck all that. <clears> and, but no, but listen, but the reason what, I said it, it, So it, Neptune is the furthest planet then? The actual land underneath the ice is like. In, it, it, it's 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 even compared to Earth is nothing. But like, but the the way, the thing that's crazy to me is what you just said. These ice basically ice asteroids because there's a ton of them. There's I think there's like there's a couple thousand that are bigger than Pluto or something. I haven't read anything about this in a while, but I'm just going off memory. It's far enough from the sun that the ice never melts, but the sun is so big that they're still in its orbit. Like yeah. it like is that that's fucking crazy. You're big enough. That you are pulling me in a circle through the universe, but I'm so far away that I'm made of ice and the sun is doing nothing to that. (laughs) It says Pluto is officially classified as a dwarf planet. This is NASA.gov. You're a dwarf guy now? I'm saying they go back and forth. They go back and forth, G. They go back and forth. That's what I'm saying. It is. How many, dwarf, pl- how, many, how, many how many dwarf planets are in our solar system? It's, it's it just says planet. There's Google a word it. planet. There's Google not. It. You know what I'm saying? I'm going off of that, my nigga. You feel me? <laughs> and what I'm the just saying they go back and forth, planet, saying it is or it isn't. Bro. How many? Is it just a little ass planet? It's not a planet, is what it is. How many dwarf? It says planet in the fucking name, nigga. It is literally a planet. It's just a dwarf planet, nigga. So are are you are you saying little humans aren't humans because they're little, nigga? They're they're just smaller humans, nigga. Fuck. Are we getting into this shit, nigga? You, you Mike, it's okay. It's How okay. I promise. How dare you accuse <laughs> Bro, me? They they go back and forth on the shit. So you count the so you count the other eleven dwarf planets as planets, nigga. It you talk about you talk about Ceres is a planet. You talk about planet. How Maya and Eris hey, and Make Make. If it says planet, add this shit to the solar system shit for the second graders, nigga. Uh, well, nigga, uh, it is well, what it look, is. The, Breaking the, news the, on Jenkins and Jones. John has doubled the size of the fucking planets no, in the I'm solar just saying, system. That's what NASA said, nigga. Bro, the, NASA. the, defin- the definition of a dwarf planet is a celestial body resembling a small planet but lacking certain technical criteria that are required for it to be classified as such. Then why call did you, it? I'm planet, sorry, did nigga? you say lacking anyway. or possessing? Lacking, lacking. lacking. Oh, lacking. Yeah, so lacking. not having the the yes, features of a to planet. be classified as such. Okay. So it's a dwarf planet, not a planet. Interesting. It's a dwarf, it's, not it's, planet. It's, <laughs> it's like how soft <laughs> serve is not technically ice cream, I guess, but it kind of is ice cream. You know what I'm okay. saying? So okay. But it scratches okay. the itch. It scratches Mike, the itch. Congratulations, <laughs> congratulations, Mike. You won. 
I got a hug waiting on you. It's not a planet. That's all I ever wanted. That's all I ever wanted to hear. This nigga was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) All right. Um, I tweeted this out. I don't. This should have gotten as much attention as the guy who tried to stop people from mugging him by offering him a subway sandwich. Um, <laughs> but CNN didn't promote it as clickbait, so it didn't because um, they were promoting it to uh, the like people who, as we talked about, think that cities are like unbelievably unsafe or whatever. But there was a meteorologist who got jumped by some teenagers um, on the subway in New York, I believe. And <laughs> they robbed him of his fucking. Is that the dude that got robbed of his camera? Am I tripping? No, I don't. Th- oh, okay. may- maybe. I-, I actually I didn't watch the whole video, but I did see um, his quote in the video, and then I had to turn it off because I was laughing at someone who got jumped, which I felt bad about. He said, and I quote, "Boy, did they give it to me." <laughs> Boy, did That's they give dude. it. That's a different dude. That's a different dude. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get jumped by some 1950s gangsters, bro? Right, like, what type, what type <laughs> of gumshoe ass shit? <laughs> Boy, they really gave me the what for, I tell you that. <laughs> gave me the what for. <laughs> this oh, motherfucker voted for Eisenhower, shit. dog. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Boy, before it, too. Boy, did they give me the what for, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh brother did they give it to me <laughs> fucking beep bop skadeep bap on my fucking forehead right. <laughs> nigga was dressed like Dick Tracy when he tweeted that shit nigga <laughs> what is wrong with it oh shit the, no, the other shit I was talking about it was a black dude who was a oh. camera guy for the news and they they stole they, they stole his uh his camera and then on Twitter, on Facebook, they took a picture with the camera and like added them like, yo, how do we use this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Had the motherfucker sitting on their shoulder, flexing. <laughs> the little Thundercats, nigga. Them some wild boys, nigga. Yo, added them. Yo, so-and-so, how do we use this motherfucker? That's wild as fuck. Oh, that's funny, dog. I can't believe I missed that. That's, that's crazy. I can't oh, believe I missed man. that shit. <laughs> um all right let's talk about the culture war uh reaching um uh shelled candies shelled chocolate candies um m&ms removing their spokespeople and replacing them with quote the beloved maya rudolph um <laughs> over pressure about i actually w- <laughs> tapped all the way out on this they put her in common projects they put her in some aldo fucking dress shoes and took the boots off and them niggas was mad People were upset that she, 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 she was, was more, she, she was wearing the boots, or they were upset she was not wearing the boots. She was not wearing the boots. I think because there was like they, she was, uh, they, they, they like, lo, like, like they, they made her more, uh, I guess, like sexually ambiguous, ambiguous. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> see the the whole the whole inside joke with how they like sexied up the green M&M was that green M&Ms are supposed to make you horny. That's like an urban legend and shit, and they were banking on that. Mm. But yeah. I, I just think it's so fucking stupid. It's also I don't believe. <laughs> look, I am not someone on some don't bow to the to the you know whatever fucking crowd or whatever. But I can't believe that Eminem you know goddamn gave into these stupidest fucking people on this. <laughs> like, like, bro, 
<laughs> Come on, man. <sighs> I just I just can't imagine I, in any world, in any fucking part of the multiverse, being mad because a inanimate object has changed their shoes. <laughs> change their shoes <laughs> mad that she took off her, her 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 high heel boots you know what i mean and put on some more comfortable sneakers it's just wild bro it's yeah, just wild i i heard that i mean I, and i think tucker carlson's been um upset about how fuckable he thought the green m&m was for for quite a while as well <laughs> i so, had tucker carlson was leading the charge here I <laughs> I, he was wrapped up in it in some way because when i tweeted i all i tweeted was that uh there was not one wrinkle in the collective brain of the united states of america just perfectly smooth when i saw his shit <laughs> tucker and, carlson couldn't beat his dick to the green m&m anymore oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> no more m &M m &M. <laughs> no more green m m porn <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I Yes, to your point, 100%, Tyler. But then similarly, I, I, I had real-life friends of mine who were tweeting, who were genuinely angry that they removed the spokes M&Ms. That they were like, you can't let them win. It's like, I, <laughs> n none of this. These are M&Ms. To, uh, to yeah, everyone involved in feeling emotions about this, these are M&Ms. They are candy. They are like... A middle tier candy in many regards, bro. <laughs> these yeah. like you wouldn't like I wouldn't ask my kids for some of these. You know what I mean? It's like they're just everywhere. It's just a little plastic shell or whatever the fuck it is over some okay chocolate, bro. It's all good. Chocolate Skittles out this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but not as good as Skittles. But not as good yeah. as Skittles. I don't do y'all taste a difference? And it, like M&M's, people say like so these M&M's aren't as good or this Skittle isn't as good. I'm not eating yellow Skittles and being like, it's a bad Skittle. Oh, yellow, yellow Skittles are banana-y as fuck, bro. Like that is one flavor that for sure jumps out. I don't, I, I, so are you eating a Skittle at a time too? Nah, nah, like, I'm, I'm, st I'm still doing the handful. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I said a handful, so I just don't, what? I don't taste the difference. Yeah, I don't, don't eat, eat your Skittles, Skittles uh, with the separate colors? No, no, you segregate your Skittles. Yeah, I'm an HBCU Skittles eater. <laughs> No, I, that no idea. I would never let the I would never let the purple Skittles That's associate with the, right Skittles I would never right let there, the purple nigga. Skittles associate with the green Skittles. The, the green Wilder Skittles shit, don't man. wash their legs and fucking season their food, bro. I let the purple Skittles have fun all by themselves. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, no, I don't know. I, I taste a big difference in them, so I don't. I I, I I eat the green ones and then the yellow ones and then the orange ones and then the red ones and then the purple ones. I go in ascending order of favorite skittles wow do you okay when you eat meals are you you don't like your food to touch uh char always makes fun of me because like if we go to a fast food place i eat all my fries and then i eat the burger i mean i do the same thing but like the only no, time i I, yeah. I do like certain like if it's mashed potatoes and steak there's some food i find like complimentary to each other where i'll like put them all on a bite yeah. or whatever yeah. but generally speaking y'all just throw like all the different kinds of skittles in your mouth at the same time yeah beautiful? yeah, yeah. I ain't got yeah, time yeah. for that shit. I'm not, I'm not right. You know how like, you're, you're dividing the Skittles, bro? Like, they're actually, I think that's disrespectful to the Skittle, the fact that you can sit there and take the time to do that rather than just dogging them motherfuckers because they're so good. I'm not waiting to eat the Skittle. I need it immediately. I open the shit. I want them right then and there. 
I'm not, you know, segregating the fucking I mean, Skittles. I, I, I mean, the slogan is taste the rainbow. I think that even the Skittle manufacturers want you to eat all yeah, the Yeah, you're doing it wrong, Mike. Yeah, but the rainbow, you're wrong. If, you, if you, Mike, if you're you, wrong. If you put all the colors of the rainbow together, <laughs> it wouldn't be the rainbow. It would just be brown or black or no, something. No, that's correct? not. No, you're tasting all you see the rainbow at once. The different once. colors of the, the rainbow. rainbow. You see Multiple the different colors, colors at once. Of the rainbow. Yeah, you but yeah, but you don't see them separately. It's not red over here, yes, blue you do. over here. They're all together. It's red and then it's orange and then it's yellow and then it's They're, green and then it's blue and then it's the indigo colors and then it's violet. Make it a rainbow. If it's not together, it's not a rainbow. It's Famously, just a color, the colors nigga. on a rainbow are separate. I don't understand are, what you're saying. You don't see the one rainbow, color in a the rainbow. Rainbow consists colors. of multiple colors. Separately. Are you kidding me? <laughs> separately, not, bro. You have to taste them. To, <laughs> It's a There's full a song rainbow. About to the be order a that they're going red, orange, yellow. No, you green. are not- wily. You are wily, dog. <laughs> Dude, we have argued the last two pods about the silliest fucking shit. You know what I mean? Should it be a tent? Is a rainbow all together? You know, a multitude of colors or separate colors together? It's some somebody crazy. tweeted at me after the fucking Monday pod and said. Did you guys just have a decent and marrow moment over Mikey Williams? <laughs> <laughs> so, somebody, somebody also said uh, this is one of their favorite pods, though. So, you know, it's like they want that skip. You're, you you're not going to get this skip Stephen A. content out of us. I'm sorry. We have I, we've been, how many years have I been friends with y'all? Four years, five years, or something? We've had three yeah. disagreements. One of them was over Mikey Williams. One of them was over the fact that John wanted to take, uh, didn't want to take more money in the Patreon split, even though he was editing <laughs> the pods. And Tyler and I called him and say you could take a hybrid. Those are that's basically all the arguments we've had. Basically. Also, man. No, we're friends. <laughs> like, yeah, there's that too. Before and after, dog. The broskies. None, none of that. None of that. Anyway, I'm sending you guys a <laughs> clip right now that I need you to watch. Um, I know one. We'll, we'll throw one more disagreement in here because I know Tyler and I feel similarly about fashion, and John is a bit of a fashionista. I don't care about fashion. I like certain shit. John's I'm a, a I'm John's gonna... a bit of a fashionista. Um, uh, this nigga tried. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> he just want to argue today. You just want to. You just trying to argue. <laughs> um, at a fashion show uh, a, a couple days ago, Kylie Jenner showed up um, wearing a black dress with a faux lion head on her shoulder. <laughs> And at the fashion show, Mike, another you think I'm a fan per- of that? <laughs> Mike, Mike, I'm about to be real Hold this way. Let me set the topic up. Let me you set think the topic I'm a fan up. of that? Nigga, fuck this me- topic at this point, nigga. I'm mad right now. You think I'm a fan of that shit? Fuck the setup, nigga. Let's talk about that first. You think I'm a fan of what you're about to say right now, nigga? Tell me, tell me. Tell me your true feelings. Another woman, another model showed up wearing the same black dress with a fake lion head on it. And there's a video of her walking the runway that then zooms in on Kylie Jenner, clearly being like, this bitch wore the same black dress with a fake lion head on it as me. What are the odds? What are the fucking odds? I would think you're the only person on the planet with a lion head dress. And then you go to the one spot in the world where the other person on the planet has one of them motherfuckers. And Doja wow. Cat sitting right next to him in the fucking uh, super blood uh, mystique crystals outfit. That's just ridiculous. I heard that took hours, four hours to, for, to get that shit right. The reason she they had the same dress on is because she was at the show for the designer. And the designer sent her the dress prior. It's not like it, it was set up like that. Like, I know. They didn't get uh, it at Target. 
Yeah, yeah, no. She ain't, she ain't, she ain't bought it. It wasn't like at a party and shit. You feel me? Like, damn, you got the other line. <laughs> you show up like I'm gonna kill him with this lion head, <laughs> and then you know, <laughs> motherfucker pull up with the lion head too. Like, nigga, goddamn it. You feel me? No, it wasn't none of that. It was just. It, I mean, she was modeling. She was modeling basically what the the, what the designer had the model modeling. You know what I'm saying? Like that happens. You know what I'm saying? She just got the dress at the same t- at the same time that the models did. You know what I mean? It was set up that way. But uh, thank you for the insight. I don't Frankie fuck with fashion. that lion head. That shit was weak <laughs> as fuck. That shit was weak as fuck. No, I mean I, it's like this, this like basic ass like shit like Kid Super and shit. This dude, uh, uh, I forget his name, um, but he had on one of the jumpsuits, like a, like a little swiss suit. He had on one of the jumpsuits in the crowd that they were modeling. You know what I'm saying? They just send, they just, it's, it's like seating. You feel me? Like you get the Jordans before the Jordans come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it was. It's that type of shit. It's just on a crazy level and it's a dumbass fucking dress that everybody <laughs> notices. If she just had on the, a regular black dress without a line head, and you know what I'm saying? That was the same dress. Nobody would have noticed. There's just he, two fucking lions the- in the room. <laughs> You think the lion head detaches because she had just oh, been, like taking the velcro off and put it everything under her seat or I, something? Bro, it's it's just un, it's just it's it's literally it's nasty. And and I, I want to say this, bro. Niggas get rich and just dress nasty, nasty. <laughs> designer on designer buying these big ass ugly ass designer shits, bro. It's disgusting, bro. And bro, tap in to fit ain't nothing. Telling these. Famous motherfuckers with no shit on Instagram, with, with all this money buying dumb shit, your fit ain't nothing. <laughs> Clown the fuck out of niggas. They said uh, they, they put a, they had a fit with uh, James Hart. Said that nigga look like the Cheesecake Factory menu, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, okay, I'm following. They, right? call, you said it's they, on they Instagram. Call, yeah, they they called they called somebody else. Uh, uh, what they call they called uh somebody else Crash Bandicoot. Because oh, they had a big ass puppy jacket on, nigga. They fired these niggas up, man. So, bro, I just, I hate, I literally hate all that, like how these rich motherfuckers get weird with all this extra shit, though. Some shit is cool, and it's cool to be different, but sometimes you're trying to be different and you being dumb. You know what I'm saying? And that fucking lion head shit is stupid. It's a stupid dress. It's a bad idea. It never should have been made. It's corny. It's fucking horrible. I'm sorry, guys. This, account, I, this, I, account, this account's funny uh, as fuck. I can't read the one I just read, but this account's funny as fuck. Uh, look, Jackson, I'm nothing. never wearing that dose of shit. He's like, they, 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 five uh, years by when John's me. Nah, nigga, there's not enough money. <laughs> there's not enough money to make me wear designer shoes. Like, bro, I could go against. We could go. Like, you know, bro, I'm not buying no Balenci's. You feel me? The fuck, them shits are ugly. I don't like ugly shit. I'm not buying a fucking designer ass shit. This shit weak, bro. Stupid. All right. <clears throat> That's all I know. And I know, obviously know you're not a lion head black dress guy, John. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, That's Mike. I need you fuck. to say that. I, I needed you to I say that. I just want to be very, I just want to be very clear that I am aware that you're not you a lion head. Call me a fashionista. I ain't mad at that, <clears throat> but I'm not that either. <laughs> I'll, I'll be wearing t shirts and swish pants. The guy just like a fucking in, in, in 11th grade, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fuck you, me. All right. The exact same. That's and I really appreciate you acknowledging that I was right about the planets. Uh, that's all the time we got for Jenkins and Jones. Um, <laughs> we'll be back on Monday. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Uh, hope you catch some good games, and we'll see y'all in a couple days. Bye. That's your wheelhouse. Bye. That's your wheelhouse. Bye. Bye. He's like, bro, I cannot be wrong about these fucking planets. <laughs> <laughs>
It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.